I'm going to call this surviving my divorce. You know, it started a long time ago. I've been married 18 years and with the same person for 25 years. So how does it come to this? How does it come to a point where you just give up and can't work it out anymore? And I think a big part of it had to do with, you know, the finances and wanting more in life and not having a partner that wanted the same thing. And also the connection between me and my husband faded away. And, you know, we have three kids. I stayed a long time because of them, because we are a family unit, but there was no us unit. And when you don't have that communication and you're under stress and you, you have duress, you get to a point where you just can't take it anymore and you have to make a decision is this the life you want to live or do you want to change things and changing them I don't know if it's going to be better because I'm still in the situation I'm still living with him and my kids and I'm moving out in July and he has custody of the kids because my kids chose to stay with him um, you know and I'm a mother who is always there. I'm the mother who takes care of the kids and takes them to school and goes to their IEP meetings and is actively involved in their life. Whereas he's not, he works. He comes home late at night. But on the weekends, he's taking them bike riding while I waterproof the house or I lay down the floor or I fix the front room he gutted and never finished. So watch movies with them and the kids see that they see that when they want something he gives it to them and you know it got to a point where he essentially badmouthed me to the children and told them probably to choose him so when it went to court he fought for the kids uh, selfishly because realistically he is not home he cannot afford it. He does not make enough money. I have to pay child support to him now. So even with that, though, it's still going to be difficult for him. It's going to be even more difficult for me because I live in New York City and to pay child support of a ridiculous amount for three kids, I have to pay rent, which is also a ridiculous amount, or, or purchase a house. The prices out here are enormous, and I'm a school teacher. So... I had a business, which I run out of my house, and so once I move, I won't have that business either. I mean, essentially, I could run it in a place if I have the space, but I, I may not have that luxury, right? So how do I survive divorce? Well, if you keep listening to these audios, you'll probably get to see how I do it because I don't have the answer right now. I have a month before I leave, and... When I leave, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work out. I'm still going to have the same job, and I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make an extra $2,000 a month. I keep trying things and trying things, and I haven't given up, but it isn't as easy as everybody makes it seem, you know. So I, I don't know. I'm going to keep working at it. You know, it took me a long time to get to this point where I knew I just had to change my life. A lot of it had to do with the fact that I am a teacher and I work with so many kids who have gone through divorce and I see how they're affected by it. And I didn't want my kids to have to go through that, so I waited a long time before I finally did it. And 
my youngest is still young. He's 11 years old and I could see how it's hurting him. And even my older two are, are hurt. Um, and I didn't want to put them through this, but I can't be unhappy anymore. I need to have a life where things are meeting my needs. You know, we put the kids first for everything. And I think you can't do that. I think your relationship with your spouse has to be first so that it doesn't come to this point. Because I think even if you have tough times and finances aren't right, if you have a connection and you could sit down and set goals together and communicate, then you could work these things out, right? But if you don't, then it just falls apart. If you can't ever see eye to eye and you disagree, then how is it going to work? Where is your team? And if the kids know that you're not on the same page, then they work at, you know, playing the sides and really going against each other when it comes to giving the kids what they want. You know, I tell my daughter no, and he goes ahead and buys her whatever she wants after I said no. So that is breaking down the walls that you are supposed to be building together. So stay with me, and I'm going to keep posting um, here and there about how I'm going to survive this divorce. I do have a lot of family and friends that stand by my side, and I want to just do this so that if there's somebody else out there dealing with this, I know I have a lot of friends who are divorced, and it's been very difficult because, you know, you have kids, and they're little, and they're not little, and they are affected by it, but you can't go through life feeling lonely, feeling frustrated all the time, and if things never change, that's just not the life I want. I only have this one life, and I want to make it a great life. I don't want to make it a terrible life. I believe that you should be happy. And if that person isn't on board with your goals and dreams, then I think at some point it's okay to change, which was really hard for me to come to because I believe that marriage should be strong and it shouldn't fade apart. And it hurts me really bad to know that. It came to this, it broke apart, and I'm destroying my family um, because it's just, I'm not happy, and I want to be happy. So if that's how you're feeling, well, I hope I can help you get through it because I hope I can help myself get through it too, and I will, but stay with me on this journey, and let's see. Let's see how far we could get, how happy we could be, and if it was worth it. Thanks. So I'm going to continue with my surviving my divorce. It's been a while since the last time I posted and um, I wanted to give you guys an update of where I'm at. I didn't move out in July. I moved out in September. I purchased a house in New Jersey. My family's in New York and I moved a distance away because I, you know, it was more affordable clearly in New Jersey to purchase a house and <clears throat> I bought a two family to help sustain that mortgage. I still am doing my teaching job, but I also have, you know, I got my real estate license and I'm 
starting my first conference. So I'm doing things where I'm going to be public speaking and building more of an income through my own business. And uh, with the kids, you know, they, they rarely come to my house. They are supposed to come every other weekend. And oftentimes they don't. But I see them every day because I work in Brooklyn and I come in during the week and I, I get to see them every day. And, and they're okay. It's, it's getting along. He is doing his best to take care of them. He changes hours. And it's okay. It's not me. I have more time to be there and do things and I still am taking my kids to therapy and their activities and what they need, but not as much. I have a lot more time on my hands. I've taken up activities in New Jersey so that I could get acclimated and create new friendships. And I, I go to a lot of conferences and meetings for business about real estate investing and business development and how to really create an extra income. And over the last couple of months or actually last few years, I've just really boosted my income. I do a lot of overtime. I, I am investing more in real estate and it's it's been a change, but that didn't happen without the effort. I really had to put in the time to go to these conferences, network with people and learn how to do these things. And an investment of finances, I had to pay thousands of dollars. It's like going to college, but at a lot less expense and more effective. You don't get a certificate so that like, you know, with with college, you get a certificate. I could be a teacher, right? With with the conferences, I build a business and it's it's I learn how to invest. It's different. So hearing people on the audios and things like that, really, they got me through going through the divorce, learning about different things, whether it be how to be happy or create an income. These are the things I did to keep me going. Plus, you know, my, my group of people that support me that I could talk to, that I could call and reach out to, you need to get a group of people to surround yourself that will listen, that won't judge you, that will allow you to talk freely. And if it has to be a paid therapist, then that's what it has to be sometimes. Because sometimes our family members are very, very hard on us and yell at us and criticize us. And we don't need to hear that when you're in a time of going through divorce, you know? Um, so I'm surviving it. I'm, I'm meeting people, I'm dating a bit, and it's, it's okay. I mean, the, you know what they say, the grass is not greener on the other side. Everybody's floored so far that I met. I'm just going to hold out for somebody who meets the criteria that I have built inside for what I want because I don't want mistake number two to happen. And I don't rush in to introduce my kids to people. Um, yeah, I did that only with my daughter. And, you know, I just, she's a little bit older and I'm not comfortable because these, these guys aren't, sticking around long enough or they're not cut out to really be the man that I need because my ex-husband was had a lot of great qualities but in the overall scheme of things he cannot get his finances together I still see him struggling you know things break apart there's no there's no he doesn't have this authority to take take control and be responsible to fix everything and and that's a big deal, you know, as a woman, I want a man who's going to be there to really handle the bigger things that that are, are manly, right? To fix the house, to call contractors. And that's not how it's ever been with us. 
Um, I, I always fix things, you know, and that that's okay for some people. That's not okay for me. I'm just exhausted from it. I would like to kind of relax a little bit. And I know at this point I can't because I'm on my own now. And I'm, I'm lucky that I have this fantastic tenant who is an older gentleman who will make sure if it snows that I'm okay and things like that. So I'm lucky with my, my, my tenant and things like that, but that's not always the case, right? If I had a single family home, this would still fall upon me. I still take it upon myself to make sure things are taken care of because I am the landlord. Um, and you know, life is, it's not easy, but it is easier because the biggest job that I ever had to do was take care of my kids. Right. And you know, they're getting older. They live with my ex-husband now, and I have my weekends to myself. Sometimes they come with me and I'm teaching them differently in my house where there's less clutter and less chaos. Now they actually have to clean up after themselves. And you know, they're not used to that. This should be something most children are used to. And I think that in this generation, a lot of us parents are letting our kids play video games instead of cleaning their room and letting them play these video games before their room is clean, right? The, where our parents used to say, you can't do this until your room is clean. You can't go out until your homework's done. My, my kids don't even really go out. I mean, they'll just stay on those games like, like um, addicts and play and play and play. And it's like, all right, they know their homework has to be done. But beyond that, what else is there? They don't clean their rooms. They don't clean the dishes. They don't sweep floors. There's none of that. And it's, it's uh, really a disability to our children because they have to learn how to survive in life. And these were the things that would frustrate me would, was I would teach the kids, okay, let's learn how to do the laundry. And my ex-husband would say, really, you're going to teach them how to do laundry now? And I'm like, yeah, they're old enough. They can play video games. They're old enough to learn how to work a, a washing machine, which of course my daughter broke the knob off of and she's the oldest. So, um, but they can learn. You just have to give them these, these chores and it actually works their brain out better. So they're better thinkers. They're better troubleshooters as they get older. So, um, you know, I'm still surviving my divorce. I see the kids are okay. They're, they're surviving. And I see they, they, if I'm at home, they don't really reach out to me too much. I have to call them and, uh, it could get a little lonely, but I found these activities to do. I found a gym I love. I, I met a lot of wonderful women in the gym that I hang out with. Um, and I work a lot and keep myself busy and tutor here and there. So I was really excited to see that I had a couple of you follow my channel. And I just wanted to, you know, put it out there how it, it has been worth it. It's been a little bit better. I mean, it's getting better and better and better. I feel much more happier than when I was in my house. Uh, I, there's no chaos and no frustration compared to when I was there. Imagine you have taken care of kids for since I'm 18 years old. I'm 42 now. I've taken care of my nieces and nephews. Then my next set of nieces and nephews. I had my three, but I raised my niece and nephew. I had like five really when I raised my kids. Plus I had three before that. Always took care of everybody else's kids. And then when it came down to the final divorce, my kids chose to stay with him. And, you know, there was a lot of manipulation on his part. You know, like after I 
did their homework and bathed them. The nightfall would come and I would finally get to my business and I would get on the computer and he would come home from work and go, oh, mommy's on the computer again. And then I would hear my kids repeat that to me. Mommy's on the computer. Mommy's always on the computer. And I'm like, don't say that because mommy gave you baths. Mommy did your homework. Mommy fed you dinner. Mommy took you to therapy. Mommy took you to basketball. But they don't see that. They only hear, hear what their obnoxious father comes home and tells them, you know, or their manipulative father. And that's not fair because all he does is go to work and come home and put them to bed if, if they're still awake, you know, that's, that's not okay. Um, and he'll take them to the movies. Meanwhile, the bills aren't paid. I don't do that. I pay my bills first. So of course they see who's the more fun parent, right? But, um, he, it's fun watching him between you and I, it's very fun to see him now try to keep up with everything that I did because he can't do what I do. He, he's pretty good at it, but he cannot do what I do. And, um, you know, this is what he wanted. The kids are fine. This is what they chose. And although that was probably the worst day of my life, hearing them choose him, um, I think that sometimes, you know, I have this divine intervention and God just saw the struggle I have been through for a long time. And he gave me a break and I still have my kids. I still see them. I talk to them every day. And I have my freedom and I could do what I want, go where I want, when I want. I've been on vacation a couple of times by myself. I'm going to Barbados with a coworker of mine in July. I can't wait. I haven't really been out of the country too much. So this will be the first place I'm using my passport for. And I'm learning how to enjoy life and live life. And now I'm starting to teach that. And I'm going to throw my first conference in Camp Swatara in August because I want to teach people how to get through life. What, not even if it's through a divorce, but how to create wealth, how to create happiness and really move forward in their life. And I'm just really excited through that. I may not be running Sage Dreamers as a school, a musical theater school right now. I did a little bit of private lessons for the audition schools, but I'm using it now as a platform to really speak up and speak out about how to help people create a better life for themselves. And I'm excited. I'm excited to pull in awesome leaders. And I've just learned so much over the last three years and over life. But I will let you know how that goes. And uh, let me know if you have any questions about anything, because, you know, getting through divorce is so hard and getting through life is, is just as hard, right? So... I hope that this helped you guys and um, let me know if if you have anything you want to talk about. Have a great uh, afternoon and week and enjoy your, your future. Bye.